Hello and welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. Welcome. Uh, I am Justin. I'm Nathan. You are moving over there. Yeah. Moving and grooving. Getting hyped. Episode 12. This is Snowfall. 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 Which is oddly appropriate. Yeah. We didn't plan this at all, but Mm -hmm. it's it's here. You know, we had Snowfall today in Nashville, actually. Sort of. A little bit of I mean, na- it's Nashville Snowfall. Exactly. I don't want to get too into this here. No, no. As a Midwestern person, um, Snowfall in Nashville doesn't count, ever. Yeah. Like, an inch, that's a blizzard. <laughs> no, bunch, it's true. It's true. Bunch of weenies. Well, I hope everyone... We probably won't talk before Turkey Day, so I hope everyone has a wonderful that... Um, but let's let's get into it. Is it a Bob fact this week? No, it's it's. Uh, we're not talking about Bob. I mean, we're going to talk, talk about Bob, but Bob. not here. Yeah. Um, a- as you know, we have become. I mean, really, I feel like one of the preeminent uh, art podcasts. Yeah. In America, nay, the, the world. universe, <laughs> the universe, the whole thing, right? Um. So I feel like we need to report on all of the art news okay. that takes place. So instead of a Bob fact today. Well, I so this popped up as, actually, as I was walking in the door here, as a CNN breaking news alert. Oh. I don't know. We, we briefly discussed this. You'd never heard of David Hockney. Never heard of David Hockney. I've never heard of We're David Hockney. We're not art people, we've said this. No, we are now. Well... But it just happened. Right. So we got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, don't know what a David Hockney is. No. I assume a person. Can't can't bet everything I have on it, but I'm pretty sure. Could be a six-foot-tall invisible rabbit. Maybe. Don't know. That would be a great name for an invisible rabbit. Right? David, David Hockney. Hockney. Yeah. And you have to use his full name yeah. the whole time? <laughs> oh, David Hockney's here. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always make that fucking noise, David Hockney? So, David Hockney, British painter. Yes. Uh, With all those letters that you get behind your name when you do significant things and yeah. you're British. David Hockney. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. Like 15 letters. It, uh, just set the record. Not him, but one of his paintings. Set yeah. the record. Right. For the most money at an auction for any painting by a living artist. Wow. Okay, so his painting, Portrait of an Artist, parentheses, pool with two figures. Pool? pool. Like, a, like a swimming pool? Pool. Pool. <laughs> uh, had 10 minutes of bids. Okay. At the Christie's auction in New York. Yeah, where we're going soon yeah. as star um, star guests. I, You know what? I've never thought about this, but this is my new dream. Yeah. I want to auction off one thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> and not not just anywhere, at Christie's. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Our microphones. Yeah. No, I, it doesn't have to be anything I did anything with. I just want to get to go out and I uh, the opening bid's 20. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting at, at 20. <laughs> if we did auction off our microphones, we'd have to go politely ask for them back. <laughs> <laughs> we need those. We can't afford that, to that buy That wasn't more. enough. <laughs> so, 10 minutes of bids. Yeah. At the end, okay. this painting mm-hmm. sold for 90.3 
million dollars. Wow, that is a lot of 90. money. 90.3 million dollars. Million dollars. You looked wow. up the the painting. I, saw, I saw the painting, yeah. What do you think? Um, I got to be honest, again, not an art person here. So, when I'm being an asshole, no one get upset. I don't know what I'm talking about. Ah, I mean, a thousand. I mean, it was. <laughs> That's my stock answer for how much a painting is worth. Every, all paintings are a thousand. thousand dollars. Banksy, one thousand. One thousand dollars. My painting I just made, one thousand. <laughs> Neither worth shredding. No. No. Um, no, I mean, it's a cool painting, but like it didn't blow me away. If or I. Anything. If I saw it in a museum, yeah. first off, I would wonder why I was in that wing of the museum. Because sure. it would probably be surrounded with the type of modern art that annoys me. Where it's just like a bunch of weird dots. Oh, I like that stuff. I, I It's interesting, yeah. but it's not... I don't want to go look at it. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to stare at it for a long time? No. You know what? You, okay, I had two experiences Now, since we're talking about art, the wider world of art. Yeah. I've had two experiences in my life where I kind of stopped dead in a museum looking at a painting. Mm-hmm. One was a Mark Rothko painting who does these really large paintings of basically like one color blurring into another one. Oh, I don't even want vertically. to talk about that. Oh, no, I love them. And uh, the other one was uh, Blue Poles by Jackson Pollock, which I saw. And... Uh, both of those like stopped me in my tracks. I think partially because I knew what they were, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I was excited to see them because it's like, oh, these are significant paintings. Like I know these two artists, I've looked at their stuff. And also just because like the one, the Rothko was so like peaceful in a way, but also emotionally complex, I would say. And then the the Jackson Pollock painting feel felt a lot like I think probably most Jackson Pollock paintings feel, which is just like he he dropped paint. Well, no, no, he like dropped it, his paintbrush. No, like the, intensity and rage and rhythm and all this wonderful stuff. Yeah, it's not my thing. Well, it's, it's okay. never going to be my thing. That's fine. I've tried for it to be my thing. It's fine. No, I mean there's some more modern art I like. Yeah, but I it has to. I have to feel like there's an actual painting happening (laughs) yeah like you're a little more like you want there to be a form this is a painting of blue sure well (laughs) you would not like that no okay no i there's one specific one i remember at the nelson atkins art museum in kansas city great museum cool uh funded largely by the uh the hall family oh yeah from hallmark Oh, and, like the people and, yeah. that make cards. And uh, and the Kemper family and a bunch of famous families, families. in the area. Yeah. Um, and they, there, there's one in there that it's just a black canvas. Yeah. And you look at it and like they've painted, you know, different directions. So it, right. it's different. Sure, sure. I don't care. <laughs> it's still not, like it looks like, some sort of project you would have to do in an art class. Uh, yeah. Not art, but just to demonstrate, you know, stroke direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I wasn't. Impressed. I sort of wonder if that's what you're supposed to be looking at in that painting is like the the way the strokes are, you know? I'm sure it Since, is. Because yeah. that's all there is to look at sure. in it. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you're just like, yeah, he chose a good shade of black. Yeah. <laughs> 
But okay, so ninety million dollars. Ninety million, and that's the current world record for a living artist. For a living artist, I. You know what? I should have looked this up. Oh, like what's the most yeah. a painting has gone for? Yeah. Um. 90.3 for a living artist. Okay. For for a uh, a deceased, a rotting, a crypt keeper. The the top the top painting ever. Here's here's the 15 most okay. expensive. All right. From uh starting with Jackson Pollock. Hey, 140 million. Oh yeah. That's 15th. Okay. We're gonna skip all the way here. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I, what painting was that? Does this mostly? I don't want to pronounce all of these artists. Okay. Um, <laughs> number five. Uh huh. 1948. 1948. Yeah. Number five. 1948. That's the painting. That's the painting. Oh, who's it by? Jackson Pollock. Oh, that's the Jackson Pollock one you just uh-huh. asked me the name of. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's no, number fifteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number one. It's attributed. To Leonardo da Vinci. Oh. By the way, that would give me great pause if I'm bidding on something. <laughs> if they can't say this is uh, attributed, <laughs> uh, it's Salvatore Mundi. Oh. Looks like a dude who um, looks like Jesus. Yeah. Like a Jesus-looking guy. He, but he's got some sort of weird globe in his left in hand. In his hand, yeah. Uh huh. Guess how much? I don't. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Four hundred. Wow. And fifty point three million dollars for one painting. That's a lot. Leonardo doesn't see any of that. Yeah. All that to say, what's the number one? That was number one. Oh, that was the number one. I'm sorry. I skipped. I skipped <laughs> the fourteen rest. through the rest. through two because wow. no one cares. Okay. Um. All that to say. Uh. Bob Ross has never sold any of his paintings for right. that. Like a Bob Ross painting has never sold for that. Amount. Sure, sure. At never sold for ninety million. Never sold for a million, as far as we can tell. Right. That's weird. Strange. He he has pop culture on his side. Oh yeah, he does. You would think, regardless of the painting. I think one of the goals of this podcast is to promote the work of Bob Ross. Well, yeah. To the point where. His paintings go for more money to the point that we can't even dream of owning right. one. <laughs> exactly, like we 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 price ourselves out of an original Bob Ross. It's a really good plan by us. Yeah, we really what we should do is go buy a Bob Ross now. Right then, oh yes. we promote the work of Bob Ross. Okay, make it blow up. Uh huh. Cash out. I like this idea. I don't want to foreshadow here, but I think tonight's episode, season one, episode twelve, Snowfall. Might be the painting that I would buy. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Let's get into it. Let's start this. Snowfall. <clears throat> Welcome back. I hope you have your canvas set up on your almighty easel and ready to paint along with us. thought today we'd show you how to do snow. And we've had several requests, people asking us, how do you put snow? How do you make it look like it's snow is falling? So I thought that's what we'd do today. Okay, right at the top of the show, the way he says snow... Snow. Snow. It's got a very... It, it, we didn't say it like he says it just now, but it's got this I, really long O well, to it. And snow. what was bugging me is he was hitting that S real hard. Snow. So it was snow. 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 Like, why, that's not where anyone puts emphasis. Yeah. 
that's weird that's it was entertaining <clears throat> um well, let's just get the music bit out of the way. It wasn't nearly as oppressive as last time. Um, a bit, a bit overactive classical in, yeah. in places, and a bit like Disney lush Disney soundtrack kind of uh, like the music you don't remember from Sleeping Beauty. That but, kind of vibe. But but it actually synced up. It did. There were times in the episode that it it came together. It almost seemed like. Someone thought about the music and used it deliberately. <laughs> um, as always, we start with a layer of magic white. That's already been applied to the canvas. Always is. Always is. Well, not always. Sometimes it's a different color. Well, but. Yeah. I mean, Bob, Bob doesn't have time to mess around. And then we get this background, which is, there are really only two... I guess maybe three main colors in this painting, mm-hmm. which I think is part of the reason I like it so much. Um, we get a, a, a background. Most of the painting is a sort of, I would call it like a, like almost a creamy mint sort yeah. of color. It's, it's like a, a darker mint. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got, it's got blue and green. And then, yeah. Yeah. And it's very sort of pastel almost. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. And so that's covering most everything. And then we get these really, like, I would call them rakish sort of clouds. These I didn't sharp like them. clouds. Yeah. At first you had your doubts. Well, so we're 12 episodes in here. Yeah. I mean, of his show. Sure. I should have learned at this point to trust the process. You got to. Trust Bob. Yeah. And it's like two minutes in. He's making these clouds. Don't like them. Yeah. And then he immediately called me out. He did. He did. From from the grave. Bob Ross <laughs> called me out for doubting him. And just He's still doing it going, I bet a lot of you are watching this thinking, well, my God, what a mess he, he has going there today. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Until he works them a little bit more and they... They go, I mean, they're sort of at a jaunty sort of angle, you know. And I was thinking, well, this is how clouds look when it snows. Mm-hmm. It's talking snowfall here. And I was thinking, why is he doing that? Stop doing that. <laughs> but after he works them a little bit, you know, hypnotizes them, mm-hmm. they get wispy. And, and he puts a little bit of the same green color on them, though a bit darker, right? And then suddenly... They became, like, heavenly to me. Like, they were really wonderful, mm-hmm. really diffuse sort of clouds. I I really want to make fun of you yeah. for how much you're raving about these clouds. Yeah. But they were pretty good clouds. They were good clouds! <laughs> they were good clouds! I think what you just said is important, though. Trust Bob. Yeah. We, yeah. That's the That's got to become the maxim of the show. Mm-hmm. Trust Bob. Trust in Bob. That's Trust in Bob. Yeah. That's got to guide everything else that we do. At the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. I like it. Trust in Bob. Not in Bob we trust, which is tempting. Right. A bit overdone. Right. Let's trust simplify. in Bob. Just trust in Bob. Trust in Bob. Yeah. Remember that. I uh, trust in Bob. <laughs> we get a background mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, again. I was not happy. Again. <laughs> which which apostle was it that doubted Christ three times uh that that would be peter peter you mm-hmm. were peter this i was time. i was peter yeah you were you were doubting that the cock crowed or something what happened in the bible <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you, 
It's <laughs> it's impressive how you got so many details, but just nowhere in the right area. <laughs> and then he was like, "I'll find you or whatever." I don't know. There, there's a rooster uh, <laughs> and a guy named Peter. Pete and the rooster. Pretty sure that's one of the books. Rooster in the bio. and Peter walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, John the Baptist is sitting there eating a locust. It's so. Speaking of this mountain, yeah, <laughs> and and me doubting Bob, um, much like Peter doubted his Lord and Savior. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we had one of these. Yeah, Bob has a God moment. <laughs> he did have a God moment. Oh, uh, as you might recall, early on, I've I've made a lot of comments about. Um, the Almighty Easel, and yes, how Bob might think he's God. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I I'm not a theologian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible. Nor are you a psychologist. No. Um, but he he had a little mini diatribe, like yeah. like thirty seconds or yeah, so, yeah. talking about um how it, there's an unbelievable amount of power that you can have. To move mountains. That's right. That's straight biblical. <laughs> it is. Literally moving mountains. Yeah. I yeah. even know that from the Bible, and we just mm-hmm. displayed my horrendous uh-huh. knowledge of the Bible. Um, <clears throat> yes. What did he say exactly? He said, yeah, an unbelievable mm-hmm. amount of power yeah. to choose where the mountain goes. Mm-hmm. To move the mountain. See how you can put mountains together? Unbelievable amount of power that you control to be able to move mountains and to change them. Move the mountains. So th- we get our background mountain, and then this is our more in the foreground mountain. Not not in the foreground, but more in the foreground. Right. Sort of mountain happening. And um, I mean, they're just as they always are, Nathan. They're magnificent. They're it, wonderful mountains. You know, I I doubted them though. Yeah. Um, I the first mountain. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not proud of this because I love the mountain. Yeah. And by the end of it, yeah, I love the mountain. But I made an observation when the first mountain started. He just took some of his paint, yeah, and just smeared it across in the vague shape of a mountain. Yes. And I said to you, and I don't. I don't know if you remember that it looked like a poop smudge. No, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Every time well, you say something like that, it embeds it, in my it memory. Looked, it did. It looked like a poop smudge right across his clouds that I'd just gotten on board with. That's true. Like, I had just gotten used to the clouds, and he's like... <laughs> he was taking you for a ride yeah. for a little while there. I couldn't handle it. I yeah. wasn't ready. No, no. And um, I think it's... But it's the snow breaking. It's the, the, the dark part of the mountain that he puts in mm-hmm. that really make them majestic isn't yeah. it yeah um i had to, i couldn't help but notice a lot of nice camera work tonight zooming in all the right places it was a lot better than it has been yeah they finally got it down 12 episodes in yeah i think i think maybe they found someone who cared you know like maybe maybe the folks down in muncie got on board by mm-hmm. this point like they had spent a significant amount of time with bob they there was a cameraman who finally 12 episodes in figured out the the rocker 
that was the Zoom. <laughs> like they just had no idea. I got right it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Before then, it was just them bumping against it over and over. <laughs> Walking forward with the camera. <laughs> Do you think they ever had to stop because of an aggressive camera work? <laughs> oh boy! Um, it took a while for it to come out, but eventually we got these snowdrifts. Yeah, and these uh, trees. Now, these are the kind of trees that I can handle. Everybody, disclaimer: Ding. Justin can handle evergreens. Don't have a problem with evergreens unless they're ginormous. We'll get there. <laughs> these, yeah. These, for most of the painting, were manageably sized evergreens. Mm-hmm. Um, looking great. It's that it's that same kind of green color, but a little bit darker, right. right? So we're still only dealing really with white, the sort of minty green, mm-hmm. and this darker green, which is like kind of that color, maybe with some black in it. Is it, It's at least how it looks to me. Right. And so we get these snow drifts, and we get one on the right side of the painting um, from our perspective, and then we get one on the left side. And then we get this awesome cliff drop off mm-hmm. that he just puts in with the palette knife, right? Again, with the dark paint. And uh, it took a little while to notice, but then we see it, right? We see the winding trail. Yeah. So I, I had mentioned to you that this is the first episode in a while that halfway through, I didn't feel like it was actually technically done right um because it seems like he keeps at like 15 minutes being like and uh what now then we put a tree should i sign it Uh, oh no not yet not yet not yet yet. um so i i was really impressed and excited to see where it went yeah and then i was slightly less impressed because i knew i I, i've been there before yeah this isn't new for me no (laughs) We're becoming very jaded Bob Wa- yeah. Bob Ross watchers. It's uh, it's the exact same path. Yeah, it's it's the walk in the woods. <laughs> it, it is. It's the same curve. Now this time, though, I I, I will say it was well executed. Yeah, because it wasn't ex- I mean, it wasn't exactly the same because it was in the snow. And I don't. Th- yeah, <laughs> right. It was on Hoth planet. Yeah, and and I don't think if. You know, I think a less experienced Bob Ross watcher maybe wouldn't have even noticed that, you know. Oh, I'm sure they it's, wouldn't have. It's our job to pick this apart. That That's why we make the big bucks here. <laughs> that's that's why uh-huh. we dream of making the big bucks here. Um, that's That was an accurate statement. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I mean, having sat through now 12 episodes of it. Right. I've seen the same winding path. Seven, more than that. Eight, yeah, probably eight times. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good number of times it's, it's, I've seen this path now. Right, right. And so I was disappointed in that. Yeah. And uh, later on, I'll just jump there and tell you my last disappointment. Sure. And I know this is typically your gig, <laughs> but a giant, uh, yeah, giant tree on the left side of the painting. Giant tree on the left didn't need it. No, no. It it was it was tree overkill. Usually I think you are whining when you say it's tree overkill. Oh, that yeah. was tree overkill. It was tree overkill, yeah. No, truly, truly cuz the the painting was done. We had already done sticks. Um in fact, we circled back around to sticks mm-hmm. at a certain point yeah. in the program. Um I think post post big tree, 
But yeah, it, it was an unnecessary tree. However, Nathan, and this was an amazing moment. This is the first time we've seen him put down the pallet. That is true. That, that is the first time. Because what he's about to do needs both hands. Both hands with long-ass thumbnails and long-ass pinky nails. I couldn't see every other finger, but I'm betting that it's just the pinky and the thumb. What what he did blew my mind. Blew my mind. And really, yeah. I mean, it seems so obvious. Yeah. But uh, I did not see it coming. To, to make the snow. To make the snow. Not the snow that's on the ground. Right. Everyone can make the snow that's on the ground if you can paint. I can't because I'm an idiot when it comes to painting. But that's not that difficult. Right. What he did was he took his fan brush. That's right. Gotta love the fan brush. Puts the palette down. Palette's gone. Picks up. I, I Was it a palette knife? I think it was a palette. It looked like a different knife at yeah. first. But um, yeah. Gets the paint, the the white. Yeah, he thinned out the titanium white uh-huh. significantly with paint thinner. Put puts it on his fan brush. Yep, and then just flicks it. Yeah. Just flicks that brush and starts spraying paint over the the painting. Little drops, little yeah. dots of snow. And I I had to pull it up. I'm looking at it right now. Like you don't notice it at first. It's not like there's noticeable, you know snow falling yes it's just very faint just a barely there flicks oh it's nice and it added a lot to the painting it's very nice yeah i mean i already i was already in love with the painting mm-hmm. um just the majesticness I th- again the limited colors but then when he did that i was like this is over the top bob mm-hmm. like this is a technique you have i know for a fact you have not pulled out. No. Prior to now. Now, when he does, like, Hellscape, mm-hmm. he can do it with orange and red. That'll be really That'll fun. That'll be a lot of fun. That When when he does his <laughs> walk through Hades painting, <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be really Brimstone nice. Brimstone fall. Oh. No. Maybe, uh, maybe there is a happy little demon over here. Right here. Maybe. Well, um, there used to be. This is the... There's no smoke coming out of his cabin, but... It, it taught me a valuable lesson. He lives in a rock in hell. Yeah. And and he specifically taught me this valuable lesson. You gotta be, be, uh, be friends with your fan brush. You do. Become friends with your fan brush because, quote, it will do things for you <laughs> that you wouldn't believe. And darn it, Bob, you're right. He's right. I didn't believe that was a thing until I saw it. That was the third time. You're just like Paul. Peter. Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Almost. Uh, You're just like Peter, man. Yeah, that's true. Now now is when the rooster crows. That's... Yeah, yeah. That's a crow. That's close enough. It's a bird. (laughs) How many crows are in the Bible? Don't ask me. Um, (laughs) Just tap it and tap it and tap it. Lift it a little bit just to create the illusion of mist back in the distance. He says that like his only friend in the world that he really can trust is his fan brush. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know how on old westerns the the gunslingers have like a weird relationship where like the only thing they trust is is their six shooter. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Ross's fan brush is his six shooter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he walks into town with just a fan brush. He's going to make it out of that town alive. 
He's going to paint his way out. Mm-hmm. He's going to flick and tree and, God, near everything. Everything. Apply uh, highlights with the fan brush. There's nothing aside from signing a painting. That's correct. You can't do with a fan brush. Damn. And if he tried hard enough, I'm sure he could have signed with oh, one, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. We've learned a lot about painting, Nathan. We have. And we hope you have, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really actually care that much. <laughs> I couldn't help but picture with all these evergreens. Yeah. You know, and, and as he's putting the sticks in, uh, you remarked, um, you know, what if at the top there's just a little <laughs> little flag or a little ski pole yeah. down there? And then we, we were musing that, you know, you know, uh, Sonny Bono might have crashed and you just see a leg mm-hmm. sticking out from either side of one of these evergreens. I just, uh, one of these days he's going to really be rushing for time and yeah. it's going to be something like that. A massacre. Yeah, where it's just like, and maybe there was a... A family. (laughs) (laughs) They wandered off in the... Anyway, cannibalism. That's a thing. So, uh, Donner Party. And then he moves on. (laughs) But no death in this painting. No. Sadly. Well, sadly, but I think it's a better painting for it. Because if there had been a cabin... I don't need a cabin for there to be death. Well, that's true. He can just put a single foot... Footprint. (laughs) Put... Okay. Hear me out on this one. Uh-huh. I just want footprints halfway across the painting. Leading to nowhere. <laughs> just halfway. They stop in the middle. What happened? We don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I would give him two points for that one. <laughs> yeah, and I would be down with that. I would be down with mm-hmm. that. When I when I do my Bob Ross painting someday, that's what's going to happen in it. Oh my God. Um, no rectangle this time at the end of the painting. No white digital rectangle. That must have been a one off, must have been a fluke. I'm telling you, what happened was they thought they had a cool thing. They tried it and went, well, that didn't work yeah, at all. That was... Should we go fix it? No. Nah. <laughs> do you know how many of these we do in a day? Like no, a absolutely not. Uh, also, no shirt change. I don't know how many episodes it's been because I can't keep up, but no. I feel like he's been wearing the same shirt almost the whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, at least six or seven episodes. I, It's either that or he has like a uh, a cartoon character's wardrobe. <laughs> like Einstein? Yeah, well, yeah. It's always the same? Yeah, he just goes, he gets the same denim shirt out, <laughs> buttons it all the way up to his navel, That's right. and then goes to painting. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got to conserve all that creative energy for the canvas. Exactly. This fan brush is a fantastic little piece of equipment. Practice with it. Use it. Make friends with it. It'll do things for you that you wouldn't believe. But it's like everything else. You really need to practice with it. It has to, has to be a friend. All right, Nathan. Are you ready? Read the painting. Let's read this painting. All right. For those who aren't accustomed to our rating or are accustomed and want to hear it again or just have not paid attention to this part of any of the podcasts they've listened to previously. They've been fucked off mentally. Yes. We rate each painting. Each one. Five categories on a scale of one to four. Correct. One, of course, being 
Good, great. And four being mm, like that. Uh, the categories are visual impact, Ooh. interpretation and creativity, uh, composition and design, C and D, craftsmanship. That's just a C. And criteria. And that's another C. That's sort of the overall one there. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. catch-all. So, total score of 20. Is an A. Mm-hmm. What Do you have our highest score that we've ever... The highest score that we have ever given a painting, Nathan, mm-hmm. would be episode six. Yes. Which was an A+. Now, the plus only came in... He did. He did slaughter a human being, he which gets him. A human being. That's correct. Um, For those who don't know, that is a bonus point. Yeah, I'm. In fact, I'm willing to give him a bonus <laughs> point. For every person he kills. Yes. If there Multiple. is, <laughs> if there is a Donner family situation, like yeah. we we discussed, many points he could get an astronomical score. Uh, last time, episode eleven, he received an A. The episode before that was a C. Mm-hmm. Let's see how he does tonight. I have good. I have a good feeling. About I have tonight. a good feeling about tonight. So, visual impact. Visual impact. A four would be it has the power to wow the viewer. Yeah. All the way down to a one, where there's no impact. I was wowed. <sighs> you know, now that I'm thinking, okay. All right, I'm hemming and hawing, as you are. <clears throat> I can I, tell. I'm actually, I have pulled up the painting yeah. to decide how I feel about it okay. again. All right. Flash it to me one more time. I really like it. I like it a lot. Here's the thing. Okay. I want to give it a three. Yeah. But I've given out threes before. Yeah. And I do feel like this has higher impact than, a three. than the previous threes I've given. Yeah. So that's not fair. It's not fair. Well, let's do this. I'll give it a four. Mm-hmm. You give it a three. No, no. Mm-mm. I'm giving it a three and a half. You're going to give it a three and a half. I'm giving it a three and a I'll half. I'll give it a three and a half. What? Why? You don't want to average four and three and a half? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's more math than I want to do. I I mean, I can't blame you. Thank you. Um. So, so that's a uh, seven. If, if Peapod was here, he would add it up for me. Whiz with numbers, Peapod. That's true. I'm that's getting, why he kept him around. That's why he get, I'm getting my own Peapod. There's a bag of bird seed on my front porch. Uh-huh. No birds, but two goddamn squirrels <laughs> have been all up in it to the point where they've attracted a cat who is stalking them. You're going to end up with just like a whole food that's chain right. of pets. Yeah, and Podcast Dog <laughs> will eventually see the cat. Somehow she hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. She hates cats. And then I'll have to choke Podcast Dog while Podcast Dog is eating the cat, mm-hmm. while the cat is eating the squirrel, while the other squirrel's eating the other squirrel, because <laughs> they're cannibals. Yeah. And then that squirrel's eating bird seed. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a ridiculous coterie. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll let you know all about it. <clears throat> Category two. Category two. <laughs> Interpretation and creativity. Oh. A four would be the effort was far beyond that required. Yeah. Um, and it shows unique and creative interpretation. Right. A one would be it's incomplete and lacks attention to details. One thing you will never say about Bob Ross. That's correct. Is he lacks attention to details. No, no. No, never. 
I don't think we've ever given a one on this. I don't think we I have don't either. anticipate ever giving a one. Mm. I, I'm going four. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Here's what's funny. It's funny that I felt so good about this painting, but now that we're sitting down to rate it, mm-hmm. I'm not having the same level of enthusiasm. I, like, generally, mm-hmm. I do for the painting. But on these specific points, I'm I'm starting to s- some feeling differently. I'm I'm giving it a four. Okay, and here's my basis. Yeah, I'm not convincing you. Okay, you can give it whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. as long as it's one to four, because that's how it works. <laughs> uh, the clouds. Yeah, and the snow. Yeah, the snow flicking was amazing. The flicking the snow flicking was amazing. That was creative. You've convinced me. It's a four. I wasn't trying to convince you. No, no, no. I mean, but it's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> Composition and design. Okay, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. So it's a 3.5. Okay. All right. Because that's what I was going to give it. Yeah. Yeah. Composition and design. Okay. The design effectively filled the entire space. Yeah. Or <laughs> it did bad. <laughs> I mean, you got to give him a four. Yeah. There's no other. It, yeah. He effectively, he left enough space. It's, without it's much more effective than previous paintings have been correct the tree was still not necessary yeah but i can't knock him because it didn't really mess with the space at all right i'm never a huge fan of the sticks either yeah because i just yeah, i just think they're half-hearted well the thing i've always wondered about the sticks we should have gotten into this earlier yeah now's not the time but how how are these sticks just like, are they falling from the tree, or is it something from the ground? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, like, are there spears coming from the trees, sticking yeah. into the ground? Right. Or what? No, I think it's like, like you know, barren. I don't like it. Thing, little twigs of things left over. I don't like it. They used to be bushes or whatever. But I've never been a woodsman like Bob. <laughs> so true. So what do I know? What do you know? Uh craftsmanship yeah the design is beautiful and complete oh yeah um and it shows a clear understanding and application oh yes of the medium qualities okay or number one it's careless (laughs) (laughs) ones are pretty brutal um craftsmanship's a a total four for me i i mean Again, that technique alone, but it is a it is an extremely well constructed. No, yeah, I I'm on board with a four. It's there. a four for that, and then we have criteria. Okay, the title of the painting, Snowfall. Snowfall. That would mean that the criteria is a scene where snow has fallen. <laughs> yes, or is currently falling. Yeah, in this case, both. Both. Uh. Was the entire criteria met for the painting? Absolutely. Or, all the way down to one, you didn't do anything. <laughs> now, had this painting been called Tropical Nightmare, mm-hmm. he would have failed miserably. Had he stopped at the Poop Smudge Mountain. Nah, that's correct. I would not. I would give him a one <laughs> you would have for been the Poop so Smudge. Upset. Uh, yeah, it's a four. It's a four. It's a four. Yeah. All right, so let me uh, quickly do some math here. I believe in you. Oh, please, just don't talk while I try to do this. 11. You have no idea how much I want to say different numbers right now. It's 19. 
19 out of 20. 20. That's pretty good. That's an A. That That is definitely an A. I knew it was going to be an A. That's a 95 right there. Bob, congratulations. Speaking speaking from our hearts here, congratulations. You might not ever sell a painting for 90-whatever-million-dollars. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah. And also... He seems like an unbearable prick. He did. A couple quotes from that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, on the other hand, a warm, vivacious, inviting human being mm-hmm. who taught us all something that we didn't know mm-hmm. and who shared, you know what? And I think this is the best thing a lot, a lot of us can do. He took your gift and you shared it with the world and you did it in a way that was completely inclusive to everyone. That is true. And... On this particular occasion, you gave us a really beautiful painting. Got your heavy coat out yet? It's getting colder. I like that you you made sure to put the disclaimer. Like, on this particular... <laughs> I mean, he hasn't given us a bad painting. Mm, you, you bring one more forest into my house. Mm. I don't like fall colors. <laughs> Putting that out there. Um, but no, this legitimately was a skillful artistic wonderful beautiful to look at painting it it warmed the cockles of my cold dead heart <laughs> and it made me feel cold because mm-hmm. it's a cold painting it it was supposed to do that he uh, mentioned it yeah so get your coat on yeah yeah nathan where can people find us if you happen to have an account on www.twitter.com yeah Perhaps you have a phone application that that's, allows you to log directly into www.twitter.com. That stands for World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. I I um I left off the HTTP. I didn't colon feel like, backslash. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah. like that was necessary. I yeah. thought everyone knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll get it? Uh, sometimes I try to pronounce the HTTP like. If you if you are on Twitter, follow us. At Bob underscore Thang, T-H-A-N-G, pod. Pod. Uh, I like to talk to people on there, chat to, chat with people about things. You're very active. I, I am mildly active. I, You know what? I would like to say I'm very active. I've been a slacker lately, and I see people on there that are uh, friends of ours, um, for instance, uh, Conspired, the Our Conspired podcast. Conspired, yes. Uh, go check them out at Conspired. They, um, man, they work that that Twitter like nobody's business. Like, I mean, they they could teach a master's course <laughs> on how to use Twitter. We've always been kind of bad at it, though. I mean, our other show, um, Sushi Jackknife. I mean, I. I sort of do the Twitter for that, and I'm I'm horrendous at it. Um, but, go, but I will if you talk at me. Yeah, I will eventually. You'll get back. You'll get, get back. There. You'll get back. Um, I did want to quickly do a couple shout outs here. Okay, um, now uh, whether you listen in, in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, in the Anchor app, wherever you listen to podcasts, where your neighbor is listening, yeah. and you just put your ear to their door or their window. Mm-hmm. But via a ladder. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that. 
That makes perfect sense. There's a time in my life where podcasts were hard to come by. Um, <laughs> wherever you listen to us, we appreciate it and thank you. And if you get the opportunity, give us a rating, a review, a thumbs up, a go fuck yourself, whatever settings I, are available to I you. I prefer not the last one. <laughs> I mean, I could do that anyway. Um, but if you're if you happen to specifically use the Anchor app, you can applaud. Uh, and follow. So we, we we sometimes shout those people out. Astrid Nyberg, she applauded our last episode, season one, episode 11, Winter Glow. Julius Nives, I think, favorited the podcast and also enjoyed Winter Glow. Uh, Sandy Optiz, uh, also known as Slow Turtle, favorited the podcast. Annie and Alyssa, favorited the podcast. Paradox Dragon, now I like that name. I I would actually like to know is the dragon itself a paradox? Yes. Or is it a dragon that just likes paradoxes? Or a dragon that, like, <laughs> puts paradoxes on people. You know what I mean? Like, suddenly your life is more complicated than it was. Paradox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paradox. That's right. Uh, applauded our last episode. Cameron Knight followed the show and liked the last episode. Uh, Science Frisian. I like that, too. Favorite of the podcast, as mm-hmm. did Ryan Everett. Thank you all so very, very much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You know what's fun about Ryan Everett? Yeah. You could flip those names. Everett Ryan. Still a person. Sounds like a news anchor. A, a news anchor or a Republican politician. Let's give <laughs> Ryan Everett, Everett Ryan, the benefit uh-huh. of the doubt mm-hmm. on that one. Um, We will be joining you next time in two weeks a very special episode holy shit you guys a very special episode you gals and guys and to clarify i don't mean that in the way that 90s tv shows said a very special episode one of us isn't going to get addicted to drugs i mean and they're yeah I mean that's not in the plans (laughs) that might be a separate thing right but there's not going to be like a heart to heart to heart moment where you know I tell Justin that he's hurting me with <laughs> with the way he's been abusing his caffeine pills. Yeah. <laughs> that That is not the type of very special episode. I don't care about you. I can do it. It's my body. <laughs> We're having a good very special episode. We are a good. Mm-hmm. This is the, the culmination of the first season. Can you believe we've got this far um, of... The Joy of Painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's called Final Reflections. Mm-hmm. And that's because part of the episode is a Q&A. Right. Um, where viewers somehow, through the time stream, we'll submitted questions. <laughs> yeah. Submitted questions to Bob, uh, who, which he answered with his actual son, Steve. Not Scott, who we invented. Scott doesn't get to go on there. No. Scott's off to the side. You know what would happen. <laughs> Scott would screw the whole thing up. He'd start asking questions and then just end up eating them somehow. (laughs) You can't trust Scott to do anything. Steve is where it's at. Steve is the one. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also a painting in an episode, and we have been inviting uh, you all to guest rate the painting. And I believe Nathan has narrowed it down to a few people. Yeah. Or a few people have shown particular interest. We, we have a few people. So there will be a painting in that episode, though it is a Q&A. I encourage you all to watch this one ahead of time. I encourage you to watch all of these um, ahead of time. And if you don't know, they're all available 
on the YouTube. They're on the YouTube. The YouTube. Yes. HTTP. (laughs) (laughs) Backslash, backslash. www.youtube.com. Yes. You can find every... And it's fine because they're under the official Bob Ross account. It's not pirated. No, no. You can go find every episode. You can get ahead of us. It's chill. You can start from the back and get your own podcast going in reverse chronological order. Our podcast will meet in the middle. Yes. And then we'll we'll just... Self-destruct. Yeah. (laughs) The podcast universe will cave in on us. That's right. That's correct. That's how it happens. Mm -hmm. No more indie podcasts. Um, Well, everyone, again, we thank you for being here, and we are looking forward heartily to next time. Uh, in the interim, should you feel inclined, go listen to Sushi Jackknife, our other show. Um, and we appreciate you and be kind to each other. And just remember that there are no mistakes, just happy accidents. And God bless. Or whatever. sure he'd be uncomfortable with that statement.